a tug at your arm. Oh no. <laughs> this is usually always bad. And you look over, and it's the royal astrologer. Oh, never mind. Oh, this is good. Oh, oh Kermit. Oh, no. Yay. Okay. Dragons are more accepting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love thing, That's so funny to me. I don't know what just like <laughs> rocking out. The, anyway, sorry. Or a star. Or oh, a comet. Oh, oh. oh, and isn't the world also like a star? Just oh, wow. the Earth. Wow. Ah. <laughs> Chapter 252, Crunch Time. Okay. So in the last episode, we got back to the main party, and you all went and did some research in the library. And what did you find? I found the manga section. (laughs) (laughs) I found absolutely nothing. I found found the human body and magics by Geralt Garrix. (laughs) We found that there was a mage in Caladum Fatuez. Close, Close enough. enough. Yeah. Uh, Fontes? Yeah. That was, it. that was known to be consorting with demons, which is where we need to go. What's well, our clue to go to check out there? Before we can do that, we were told that there is a party tonight, which we've been voluntold to please appear at. And yes. before that, and there was a moment between Caval and Sora. And more importantly, Adri's got a mystery visitor with a bo- gilded box. A box. Fancy box. What's in the box? Well, it reminds me of the SNL episode, and I wish you didn't take me there. Anyways, yes. So, anyways, so you uh, did some research in the uh, in the library and found that yes, there's definite possibility for uh, a lead there. Um, also, we reminded everybody that you were summoned to go to Faramons and talk to the gnomes, mm-hmm. um, and but. Um, that was the only lead you came up with. So we also were kind of going over that you may need to go to the tabaxi tree house and see if there's any more information there. Anyway, that's where we are now. But we ended, um, as people were saying, um, Owen, or excuse me, Arlen, <laughs> had gotten a, a couple of mystery visitors. And, and what came of that there, Arlen? I was offered in the future a place or a position to teach at an elven magic school. Yeah. He's going to teach agriculture. And uh, <gasps> Magical agriculture? Magic magiculture. Culture. Yes. No, that doesn't quite work. Magiculture? I like magiculture. Agromagiculture? Agromagiculture. That's just magic, but Ag- really aggressive. <laughs> but yeah, you've also uh, got a standing offer um, that they, they have room for one more tower at the uh, Sorcerers of yes. the Shore. So. A couple, a couple of opportunities have come your way. Um, Sorcerers of the Shore. Yes. The best part was half the table didn't get that until Owen explained it. Yeah. I thought it was very funny right up front. Good. And you said your intelligence isn't very high. My intelligence is average at best. Anyway, so we return back to the uh, Fraser household and... Um, Adri had just gone to the lower parlor, and there was a uh, half-elven girl, probably in her mid-teens, um, in, at least in, in human terms, um, and uh, she had just popped to her, her uh, feet when you came in, um, and she gives you kind of a, a real deep curtsy, um, and she says, Lady Adri, thank you. Thank you very much for meeting with me, um, and let me say that I'm actually here against my family's wishes. Um, so if you could please keep this of the utmost confidence between the two of us. Of course. What can I do for you? And she says, well, and I really don't know if I should be doing this, but I felt compelled. I wanted to give these to you. And she hands you the, the ornate box. Just kind of holds it out with both hands. Okay, I'll I'll take it. And she says, um, "Well, I, 
I, the best way would be to look. Um, can I can I roll like a like an insight or something? Because I'm yeah. I'm a little suspicious because I've never met this this person before, right? Right. Although actually, roll for me a history check. Oh, that would be a nat twenty uh, oh, for a nice. total of twenty five. Okay. Well, then, yeah, um, you've never met her before. However, you are you know are struck as you come into the room. Um, she reminds you tremendously of Cotter's friend Kent. Um, and oh, wasn't that that really annoying guy? No, I that can't was remember. Our... No, oh. it was the Kent on the battlefield, right? He yeah he he died. Uh, well, at least oh, now went, I feel kind of bad. Went, he wow, went, he went missing <laughs> wow, um, during during the uh, war with. Uh, who was the dude that was like trying to do prestidigitation at the one party and was like just annoying everybody? Or that am was, I completely? That was the mage. Okay, that was not yeah. Kent. That was no, okay. Melville. Kent Kent did ask you to dance several times at the at the party. Oh, okay. That, so yeah, can't. so they're really annoying. Kent Kent, 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 Kent yeah. disappeared. and We didn't see his body. Or uh, well, if you remember that entire right um, flank, he, his his family was right. in charge of the right flank there with the battle with Excalibarium Calice, and when the undead um, and uh, fungal uh, forces attacked. Um, the right flank collapsed, and uh, that's you. You, you all you, you maintained your flank, but then he had to retreat back to the um, hill uh, that uh, the uh, command post was on to uh, try, you know, to regroup. Uh, otherwise, you would have been cut off. And uh, yeah, no one, no one ever found Kent's body after that. He was never found in the field. Hmm. Um, okay, so this person looks like Kent. Um, she reminds you an awful lot. She could be, uh, you know, a sibling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. How how's the vibes? Like, does she seem like she's trying to like catch me? Like, roll roll, roll an insight. Okay. Uh, twenty. Okay. Um, you get the feeling that she is very nervous. Um, although she did say she's not here with her family's permission. Right. Um. Um. Uh, but also, uh, there's a note of sadness. Uh, but also kind of a, uh, you get, you know, feeling of, you know, some excitement as well. Okay. Um, I will kind of glance up at her and then back down at the box and then back up at her and I'll open it. Sounds good. And inside are folded pieces of parchment. And uh, the first one on the top is oh, no. partially open. And... You take a look, and it's a love letter. Fourteen years on the battlefield. <laughs> okay. You know, a lot of you know, Charlie compared the to a summer's day and so forth, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, oh, and and. Sorry. Uh, and Myrna says, "It's like I don't mean to cause you any pain, but, um, well, maybe perhaps I should back up a touch." Um, after meeting you, uh, when Cotter resurfaced, um, my brother was somewhat taken with you, and um, he often seen writing these things. He, he never sent them, of course, uh, but uh, my uh, father um, caught him doing that and forbade him to, to send them. He um, commanded him he could only marry a lady of Porta Magnum, one of the houses and and told him that he was being a silly boy and this was a fancy that would you know soon pass um and as you can see he kept writing them um and only he and i knew about them and well it's been it's been uh you know several months now since he went missing on the battlefield and we've given up all hope that uh he will be found alive um we did hope for some time that perhaps he was amongst the casualties, you know, in some hospital somewhere. But, uh, yes, like I said, we've kind of given up on that. And I felt that he would, you know, since he's no longer here, would have wanted you to know about uh, this feeling he had. Um, and like I said, I hope, I hope it doesn't cause you any pain. No, no, no pain. <laughs> How do I put this delicately? Um, I don't think that he is my type. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she said, well, 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> my, my father's thought so as well. <laughs> have have you heard from him since um, as i said we've we've given up all hope that he's actually alive we've we've checked all of the hospitals all of the uh, healing areas um although we've never found his, you know his body was never found after the war um it was uh his position as you know was overrun and uh he from all accounts, had stayed behind to organize the uh, the retreat, lest it become a rout. And uh, the last anybody ever saw was him organizing the the last defenders to keep the hold the line until they could uh, retreat in an orderly fashion. Hmm. Well, in honor of your brother and his affections, I will see what I can do in my travels to find him. Oh, that would be. Most excellent. Um, d please don't feel you're obligated to do so, but yes, please, if you find anything, um, please send it our way. I will. And uh, she gives you kind of a, a curtsy and and uh, just kind of bows herself out. And you, you see the, the uh, maitre of the house there go, and he, he walks her to the, to the front and, and lets her out with a, a deep bow. Bye. <laughs> you're a silver-tongued devil, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Adri's not interested in men. I know. <laughs> dubs. <laughs> I love that Craval picked up on that right away. Yeah. <laughs> but the humans did not. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're not even there. No, I mean, I knew that about Adrian's yeah. Craval oh, yeah. <laughs> way, way long time ago. It's why Craval never tried anything. That needs a dragon. No. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Dragons are more accepting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love thing, baby. <laughs> it's a not knowing what everything is. Yeah. Business. We're all reptilian, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm not going any further. Uh -huh. <laughs> Everybody's uh -huh. got a reptile brain. Mm-hmm. Something wrong with your room and goo. Um, we're going to leave it right there. So, um, how about that feast? Yes. Whoa. Anyway, Can so you Cotter. Can you to start our fire? Cotter. Cotter. Yeah? Cotter. Yeah. Cotter. <laughs> so, uh -huh. Cotter, while all this is going on, um, uh, Cynia says, oh, and Cotter, yeah, uh, you remember those adorable interns that you employed? Uh, they're actually here, um, and they wanted to talk to you in, in oh. Ireland. Um, oh, could, the could ones who are searching for the teleportation service. Yes. Um, it, I suppose you could uh, scare him up and, and uh, meet with them. It's easy uh, to sure. scare oh. Armin up. <laughs> yeah, I'll go see if I can find him. And then, uh, do you know where they are staying at the moment? Um, well, I'll have them meet you in the office. Okay. I'll get on that, and I'll go look for Arlen. He's in the ballroom. Yes. Do I know that? Yes. Yes. And, oh. and, he, and you find him coming out of the ballroom, and uh, are able to Shanghai him. And <laughs> sure enough, in, in the oh, office, I thought you, you were going to stop at Shank. Yeah. <laughs> and you just Ugh. no, that's Adri. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. 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 I have a sword. Yes. But I not can a shank. stab people. And Adri can stab all of your internal organs Oops, in alphabetical injuries. order. Yes. So yeah. And now it does extra damage. Yeah. Is that alphabetical? Major. I mean, exactly or like that, elvish? I both mean, actually. What would yeah. That be? I get yeah. Somehow both. <laughs> and the Drowish dialect too. It's, yeah. it's there's funny a, how that works which out. Which is Australian. There's the. <laughs> There's a formula. The writer comes out. She's like, crikey. <laughs> no, it's, it, or Nor. It's, it's the place where the elves, which are typically British, you go they, down they under. get exiled to there. Then you go down under. And it's down under. Oh I did not make God, this up. That's, that's so 100% good. not an original thought, but I have accepted that. I don't that remember where so I read good. that from. But, but a dwarf yeah. on the bobby. Drowish for being I mean, like on. Australian. Yeah. Help. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyways, you're in the office. And uh, the two interns there, and um, they, they kind of jump up when you come in. And uh, um, hello, sir. Um, so good to see you. Uh, we've been busy uh, as you requested. Um, and uh, they hand um, Arlen hand you a couple of sheaves of parchment. Yeah, thank you. And what they have discovered, and they said, and they basically say it's like, um, well, we, we've uh, we found a couple more circles in uh, the literature. Um, obviously, we haven't been there ourselves. Um, and um, that 
that is the the positive part. Uh, the negative part is that um, they may or may not be terribly useful. Uh, one is at Ubrium Concordia, which makes sense because obviously everyone had to go there to talk to the Oracle, Oracle there. Um, and the next one's not too far away in Exodibus. Uh, but once again, we said that you know the uh, these are buried in the sand, so I don't know. And then the last one we found is perhaps the most famous one, and that they they had one down in Calium Sedes at the at the palace. But of course, the palace is in ruins, so um, we would obviously be afeard of trying to teleport there for fear that you would just end up in a rubble pile buried under stone. But uh, hopefully, this will uh, be of some use for you. Can't speak writing. Okay, sorry. Um, yes, uh, indeed, these are. Um, we have, uh, in the past, have heard of some things goings on in these some of these locations. So actually, having the the um, rune pattern for these may prove to be useful. Oh, very good. We're we're so happy we're able to help. Um, the, the one in Exodus obviously was was uh, ever more. Um, obvious to us once we started look that was the uh, city where the whole mage wars started when yes the mage there took over the town so he must have had a, a, a magical circle there somewhere well um if you don't need us further we'll continue to research for you yes that would be most excellent very good and, and they kind of bow themselves out woo woo that's well, um good news hopefully we'll get more of the although i'm not sure really how useful some of those locations are but it, it proves that they are on the right track and also yeah. that they are enthusiastic about their mission i have high <laughs> hopes for the future of this prospect <laughs> i guess say that with a gnomish accent yes <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Is the Gnomish accent Portal just excited? Yeah. Oh, nas nasally, yeah, nasally, nasally excited. It's the nasal excited font for yeah, speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Spoken in Comic Sans. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's when like, in the desert, yes. It's, it's 1950s um, news serial. Is, is the, ah, yes. is the thing. I have put on the, the scratchy filter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. It's like they're talking through it. <laughs> An old microphone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so does anybody need to do anything before tonight's party? Everyone was out doing stuff. Jade was just doing target so practice. So on, on the way, yeah. on the way back. five arrows so far. Thanks. As Raval, you and I make our way back. As I watch you count dice. I'm listening. I say, it seems that I have found myself. and calling myself no one no longer resonates with me and as i am a member of your clan i was hopeful you might find a name for me i've actually given that a little bit of thought it's uh speaking no ill for alistair you you are the one that has taken the most toward your adoption into this family i know it hasn't been easy for you um it's n not normal for a family member to name you because it is a bit of a rite of passage to extend from your child name into your adult name within the Dragonborn Nation. So it is un it's not it's a bit unheard of, but it's not it's not like an insult or all. If anything, it's a bit of intimidation. When you took on the role of the storyteller and the record keeper for our clan, it reminded me of a story. The brightest star for us, which apparently the northerners call the North Star, but the lowlanders do, is how we find our way to and from the mountains. You know, suns go up, suns go down, the moon moves, the stars are forever. In a lot of ways, you have become the Snow Owl Clan's North Star, because it'll be you, not me, that will share the histories and then write them further for the future generations. 
in our native language, the the Sorzok is the North Star. Sorzok. Uh, it's not a common name, and but everybody would understand it when they see you. There's not one that you have to take, but if that's what you were asking, then I would say the Sorzok is who you are. The North Star for the cla- for the Snow Owl Clan, my brother. Then I say, from this moment on forth, no one ceases to exist, and in his place is Sorzok. Rad. <laughs> there is no one left. There is no one. Sorzak. I know, and I see you, my brother. As the DM makes a new note. Yeah. I, that was a really beautiful exchange, but I was secretly hoping that you were going to do the real North Star name, which is Polaris, so that we can call him Larry. Oh, not, not Poe. Poe <laughs> po would have been good, too. I don't know. I suggested... what they gave me. I Josh Bridgerton. No, no, no. no Badgerton. <laughs> Josh Badgerton. Badgerton. Yeah. I added the third. Badgerton the third. That monkey mc- mc- monk face? Yeah. <laughs> monkey... Hey, yo, monkey, get over here. <laughs> I'm most surprised that Creval called me Alistair. I've been Alistair for years. There's I, a there's a reason he calls you Alistair, too. Because Al yeah. will stare at and you. For what <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was said with such confidence that I'm not even really sure I, what you I said. Literally, I literally did, literally peek behind the curtain, I literally did think of two new names for, well, I was thinking one for you, and then one for you if you if it came up to it because in the dragonborn nation you won't be known as uh alistair or cotter you'll be the all-star hey man yes exactly (laughs) i wasn't gonna go there except you you still were (laughs) for them that's the that is the uh where the sorzok is the north star and it leads us home the all-star is the one right below it that's always guarding the sorzok the hunter and the protector I get bored at home. What do you want? <laughs> I've been locked I up for a year. I love it. I that love was great. it. No, it's like so legitimately. Good. That, that, yes, was, that was very good. Like a sweet interaction. It was. I'm focusing on staying alive, and you're like, oh, so well. I can we're stay talking alive about I this um, at our last recording. I did make a roll for Di in front of Melanie and you, mm-hmm. and I yep. did get it. And I told you what I wanted to do, but I don't know if you want to do it. Di? Well, not now. Divine, Divine inspiration. inspiration. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, intervention. All right. Divine yeah, inspiration. That, that, may, that may come in a, a future okay, episode. We'll talk about that in between. So I guess we go, let us both hope this is not like a wedding. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see what our sister has planned for us tonight. Jade is now doing sprints in the training room. <laughs> Actually, yeah. that, I love I, the idea that while that exchange was happening, like you just <laughs> see in the background, Jade's just Jade's like doing sprinting burpees. across the <laughs> I, Actually, you know what? I think she's doing that. And then I literally think she's parkouring off all the equipment. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I really want to be. And then she just stops every once in a while and just like knocks something over and then keeps running. In fact, we actually put like bottles and things up yeah. just so when you're annoyed. <laughs> I go I go clean the roofs. Yeah. <laughs> then she misses a step, falls she might, down, she and might just be stops and licks to... herself for a little bit. Yeah, like I meant, like, I meant to do that. She has a lot of energy. She could be a... A potential uh, training <laughs> partner for you at some point too, and then well, of course she just stops you. and takes a nap in the ma- middle of the training field. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, anybody do anything else before the uh, party tonight? I'm gonna go to. I forget his name. <laughs> That's really bad. Melville. No, <laughs> you. <laughs> Arlen. 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 Oh my goodness. Every name just went. I, I got I got Alistair in I my wrote, head. I and wrote I'm them like, down for a reason. Yeah. I am I so I got I got Alistair in my head and I'm like, it starts with an A. I go to Arlen and I'm ask him if he can um I'm just forgetting everything. What is it? See, seeing? Scrying? Sc- no. Bowl of scrying? Seeming. I'm going to ask him if he can put seeming on me so I don't look like a cat in the middle of everyone while I'm oh, yeah. at, a, good idea. at a party. For sure. You should make her look like an aardvark. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to make you be uh, one of those elephanton. Mm-hmm. There's one I think we'll do. I will take no one to his room and then for this party, we will both go in the traditional garb of the Snow Owl clan as the war leader and then the storyteller. Nice. Your teeth will have, it, will have all the teeth strung mm-hmm. out in an elaborate necklace for you and then I will paint your scar 
and your face. So the you go with the traditional war leaders garb of the leather kilt and the, the painted the, lightning bolts and all that, yeah, and that, then that the storyteller's the traditional pink bunny outfit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the this is a Christmas not, story. Let's <laughs> <laughs> your try out, kid. Very good. So the real tartan. Oh my tartan. god, take it off! Thank you. <laughs> and then the scars. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. Okay, very good. So we'll have two two painted warriors there for the uh, for the party. That should that should I think it look really good against your skin, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> that, that should definitely uh, you know get, get some gossip chattering. What does Jade look like? Um, an elephant. You already said. <laughs> uh, she's gonna be a um, gonna look like a half elven girl because she doesn't want to be human. Um, Valid. Sh- short short black hair, like a. Like Bob? Mm, no. Like a Ralph? A Josh? Barbara? Yeah. Um <laughs> uh short black hair. A, a Hillary, Sir Edmund. <laughs> um and just like a nice nice suit with the green eyes and a little bit of scarring. Very good. Well, and she's also going to be wearing actually, all of her armor and everything yeah. underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll stand out a little bit because uh, all the rest of the ladies there will be in, in the, the fancy gowns. So I don't I know mean, if you want to go I'm with the in gown. my like fancy elven robes. Yes, and so, you're going to wear yeah. your tiara? Actually, I was going to say, yeah. I, think yeah. I wanted to have one more moment. Well, no, the no tiara one. that you got from the <laughs> last queen of the old kingdom. You should actually. I mean, I'm wearing the circlet of disguise so mm-hmm. that I don't look like me. I that don't know if I could double up on circlet. Oh, double crown. You can, yeah. you can before, use the. Um, before that, I, I think we want to go knock on Andrew's door for a minute. You can use the makeup compact. <laughs> I'm the monk. I'm the monk now. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can use the ma- that yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. And then put the tr on top yeah, of the I'll do makeup. That. Excellent. So we wanted to go see Adri. Mm-hmm. So did you want an elven gown to go along with the other elven gown? I mean, I'm not. I'm not wearing a gown. I'm a monk. Yeah. I'm not gonna wear a gown. You know, That's no, completely I'm impractical. Oh, I thought you said you're wearing your elven. No, the the oh, remember those fancy gown. elven robes we oh, got like forever robes. ago? Like mm-hmm. the, the ones I covered with blood now. It, I mean, I'm sure someone could do some dry cleaning. Like, yeah. <laughs> can you seem the someone blood can, out of Someone can like do a. Prestidigitation on it, you know, like that's. I'm sure someone in the house. I do have mending. Yeah. Okay. So yes, I'm just in a fancy suit. Okay. Yes, I'll wear the tiara. Though, I'm gonna match. It's fancy. It's a I'm gonna be like complimentary colors. Okay. We should all match. What are you? Yeah. I don't know what color my. Robe I don't think is. you want to match with Craval and no Probably. one. are going topless. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, th- th- you matching with Jade actually will be one of the most interesting things because Cotter, you like agitatedly or show up at his room a little bit beforehand, you know, expecting checks with plaids and um, that sort of thing. And he's it, drinking and, the roast and, tasting too. Yeah, and and you're like, oh, you're actually wearing something nice that's good so i'm like put those pants away those <laughs> are clashing with your shirt yes. oh my God. and i just go better yes. like, no yeah. it's so much worse it is infinitely worse <laughs> so you know no look look like me look, same. 25 minutes later so no still see. light light green light green undershirt with a darker coat you don't you don't Actually, want a darker shirt and a lighter coat Ah, <laughs> you could actually like because you can look like whatever you want, right? Yes. Yeah. You can be the only person in the entire world wearing all neon. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Someone's like, been watching Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> you could uh, invent no, just... high heel. No, you can uh, what um... moon shoes? Oh my gosh! No, like those those like oh, lobster Lord. like high fashion shoes. You know, <laughs> yes. the like the lobster claws. No, no you should invent the sh- the okay. platform shoes with the gold. Yeah, the, the platform. I'm waving the white flag on this. <laughs> or quippers, shall we say? Anyway, oh, so platform uh, shoes. Jade has a nice a nice suit on, and you have a matching suit, so that's good. But it's neon. And we're complementing no, no. colors with Adrian. No? Yeah. Oh. Yes. What a shame. Yeah. Whatever color my elven robes were, probably like they were oranges like, and blues. Yeah. 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 And so we go knock on Adri's door. Yes. Do you have a moment? Always. Privately. I mean, we're in my room, so. Well, we're in the hallway. That's what I'm asking. Come in. <laughs> um. I'm in no way going to force you or anything, but I was going to wonder if you wanted to use this time to start showing people who you really are. You are as close to a sister to me as I can possibly have without having Kava adopt you. 
and I know Sorzok feels the same. But it is always your call, and I will respect it. Sinia knows, right? Yes. Well, you, you revealed yourself to Sinia and the staff. That's However, right. However, it, it does occur to you that you causing a stir at her party would be yeah. considerably rude. Yeah. I, I feel tactfully, uh, if I were to show my true color, as it were, haha, <laughs> um, I probably would need to talk to Sinia first. It is her household. So perhaps the, the next party of uh, powerful socialites who hate my people would be the time to do it. They don't really hate. They're more like scared to the very core. Yeah. When you are ready, just remember that we are here for you. Thank you. And walk up and just give you a light head bump. I will see you at the party. Roll for concussion. I said light. <laughs> I got a 13. I don't know about that. Maybe I should be rolling yeah. for concussion. You try to do it and like you, yeah. She's you like, get a D6 she, of yeah. damage. Yeah, she <laughs> beats me with a punch. <laughs> okay, she honors my strength. I just like slightly step out of the way and you fall on your face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she just shadow steps to the other side of the room. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just goes right into the bedstead. Bang. <laughs> okay. So anyways, um, Everybody uh, shows up to the party that night, and this party is different than any of the parties that you've been to before. Obviously, Jade, this is different than any party you've been to before because you've never been to one of these parties. We don't really but have for parties. the rest of you who are veterans, this is nothing like the big formal wedding party you went to, nor is it um, like the big social party that uh, you went to earlier that had dancing and all that stuff. It does have music, though. Um, Sinia has um, commissioned a uh, wind quintet in the corner that's constantly playing. Um, and it's kind of nice. They've got an oboe, a bassoon, a bass clarinet, a flute. And they've got this crazy instrument that none of you have seen before. At first, you thought it was some sort of horn because it's like all in brass. But you, the mellow tone kind of makes you think that it's actually one of the woodwind uh, variety. But it must be some sort of new instrument because you've never seen it before. And it kind of just curves down. And, uh, is, is it a saxophone? Is this yes, what you're saying? Yes, it's a saxophone. That's so funny to me. I don't know what just like <laughs> rocking out. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> but it's classical saxophone, not jazz saxophone. Yes. And like I said, there, there's not dancing going on or anything like that. It's just seems to be kind of a social gathering. There is a lot of hors d'oeuvres and uh, drink is being passed around. Um, and just like the last time you were here, uh, Craval and uh, and uh, Sorzak, um, the you do cause quite a stir, and you notice that you get a gaggle of, of uh, the ladies around you. Although um, Craval, not to make you feel bad, you've got like three of them that are all trying to chat you up. Oh, this does not make me feel bad. And and there's like <laughs> ten around Sorzak now. He's married. At, at some at some point, I will catch his eye his and just kind of raise up my eyebrows a little bit and then just lower them back down but uh s quietly when i have like a moment i just like to use a uh, divine sense to just kind of pulse it out once okay just because i know Carter will be and, busy and as usual you get a little bit of a ping off of sorzak but do i because he's yeah. now lawful good he's not evil he's, he's, a, he's fiend, still a fiend, still fiend, fiend yeah okay. and good. he's fiend-ish yeah mm -hmm. And uh, but yeah, thankfully no other pings in the area. Smells different in your divine sense now. Yeah, yeah. It's got more of a sweet smell, yeah. kind of like nutmeg. That's been. From I thought it would be more like cinnamon because that's a little hotter. Mm. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Very good. But anyways, the thing that catches your eye, and apparently the uh, point of this whole gathering, there are two. Um, it looks like gentlemen. It looks like humans. Um, over in the corner and they do seem to be the focus of the attention there's a lot of people going over to say hello and so forth and uh cotter as you come in um cindy is actually over there talking to them and uh and she basically says oh cotter come 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 meet, meet our guests uh, and you go over there and they're two very interesting humans um, their clothing is wholly unlike anything you've seen here in Porta Magna before. They're wrapped in these kind of loose flowing robes of what looks to be silk. and But one of them is in the brightest of royal blue, and the other one is magenta. They just stand out from the muted colors of, the, of Porta Magnum. And they're 
wrapped very cleverly around them. In fact, Adri, you kind of appreciate this um, to the point where their face is kind of um, about the only thing that shows and hanging down from one side of the uh, headdress you can see is basically a veil. You know, they could pull right across their, their faces there. And even from a distance, you can see that these humans have deeply tanned skin um, and very dark hair and dark eyes. Um, so, you know, definitely stand out from the, uh, the half-elves and, and humans of Porta Magnum. And Cotter, as you come on over there, um, uh, Cynia just kind of takes you by the hand and pulls you over and says, Cotter, let me introduce... Um, this is Tajir, and this is Musafir. Uh, they are traders from beyond the Great Gate, and uh, we are uh, discussing with them the possibility of importing some of their um, you know, goods from out beyond the Great Desert, beyond the Great Gate, um, and basically just kind of starts to go into kind of broad details of, of you know they're talking about silks and spices and you know all the stuff that uh, the first families are able to get through the great gate from the uh, the trading caravans of the desert uh, what makes this special as opposed to like are they like offering usually it's just they walk in and like sell to someone and they're trying to sell to us specifically are we trying to get a contract with them basically What's yeah the... um so they don't even go here <laughs> they, they they are um, basically two two new uh, traders that you've never met before, and apparently Cynia has been able to through her contacts to get in touch with them. And yeah, you are trying to uh, go and, and set up a contract relationship with them so you can expand that part of your family business. So uh, thankfully, the uh, party is actually kind of nice. Um, so uh, Kraval and uh, Sorzak. Um, the, the ladies there will want to chat you up and talk to you about all your fun and exciting adventures. Uh, what, what are you going to share with them? I'm going to let Sorzak handle this. Storyteller. I will, I will graciously make sure that they are well informed that amongst my people, the storyteller holds the best stories. And I'll, even the three that are around me, I will gently push towards Sorzak. Mm -hmm. He knows all the legends. And pretty soon, Sorzak, you've got a mosh pit. So what oots, I do oots, 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 oots. is That's I will, a wash pit. I will, I always kind of have my bag of holding because it has good stuff. I don't just leave it. And I reach in and I pull out the horn of the abominable Yeti. Oh, ah. and that, that gets a lot of oohs and ahs. And I, and I, and, I mean, you can feel the cold coming off I, it even I, from the distance. You know, and I, and I let them touch it and feel the, see the frost form gently on their fingers. And I tell the tale of the great snow beasts and, and how they were felled. Um, and I will illuminate each party member's glory as I do this. And so Arlen and Cotter there, and you, you can't help but notice the admiring glances of, of the audience as, as your parts come up there. And same for you, Adri. And then, and then from there, I'll tell the tale of the great red dragon. And in honor of my war leader, say how... How the rest of us fled to safety, yet the war leader was able to stand stride by stride by this great beast. Flicking its ear the whole way. <laughs> Grr. Grr. You know, the, the heroics and bravery and courage it yeah. would take to to distract this fearsome monster mm -hmm. so that the rest of us may live. So, Kraval, those three ladies, they're back again. Mm. Just, in fact, the two of them have linked their arms and yours on either side, and the other one's just kind of hovering. And then I and I remind them, and I say, though it is the storyteller that tells the tales, it is the war leader that that must accept the honor and glory that comes from these tales. So please bestow your gifts upon him. Will their gifts turn out to be just you know pleasant small talk here at the party? Well played. And then, as soon as he left the cavern, he he heard a message in his mind from his wife. <laughs> Don't forget the eggs. Very good. Okay, so thankfully it's it's uh, fairly uh, fairly painless. Um, and actually, Jade, what what is what is Jade's feeling after seeing this party? I mean, you, you have similar things at the treehouse, but nothing really that compares. Our parties are a lot of dancing mm -hmm. around with music, much livelier than this. And and actually, Cotter explains that they usually do have dancing, but this one was just a business sort of thing. So anyway. Uh, 
so you um, all able to retire to your rooms without too much trouble. And um, however, as you are getting ready to exit Arlen, you feel a tug at your arm. Oh, no. (laughs) This is usually always bad. And you look over, and it's the royal astrologer. Oh, never mind. This is good. Oh, Kermit. Yay. Uh, that does not, just oh, because Piggy, the person yeah. is good does not mean the, the contact is good. Uh, contact is always good. Very good. And, and he says, hello, my friend. How are you today? <laughs> um, a bit frazzled, but overall good. That is good to hear. I have news of amazing import and some consternation. Could you possibly arrange for your friends to join me? In my astrological observatory. Use a lot of real big words in there. Um, <laughs> Would you come over I'm to my house? Just a simple yes. farmer. Yes, we, we, we will be able to make our Very way good. Oh, um, eleven. As soon as possible as the night sky is beginning to cloud up and we may not have too much longer to see tonight. The elements are not in our favor. Yes, um, as soon as we wrap things up here, we will make our way over. Okay. Consternation. At least he didn't say constipation. That would have been very different. That's probably what Arlen heard and went. It's like, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Arlen, Arlen's a little incontinent right now. <laughs> it's sort of like, Xenia, do we have prune juice for yeah. astrologer, please? What about a can of peaches? Applesauce. Okay. So oh, are you going to gather the troops there? Yes. Okay. And head on over to the. <laughs> the astrologer said something about constipation. I, like, he, I don't know. I just see Kraval just staring at Arlen. Like, I don't think we get paid enough for that. Well, no. it, he said it was for great import, so oh. we're like, well, a must have been a here we come. Weeks, then yeah, I don't know. It, he did come to a business party, so I guess import is like part of it. Well, we are importing. Isn't that what they do when girls. they bring stuff from the gate, Great Gate? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, maybe they have some products to help him. Yeah, hopefully. Is the wizard here? He was not here tonight. Hmm. He said he was invited. You said he was going to be here. How rude. Yeah. Well, he's probably researching how to teleport to the other planes. Yeah. yeah. And you, also you, you getting may, seven may, magic items. You may have, uh, you know, sparked some interest in his researches. Yes. Anyway, to the salon. I mean. Salon. <laughs> Astrologer. Astrologer. Yes. So you, you once again go over to that odd shaped building uh, that uh, serves as the uh, Royal Observatory and uh, knock on the door and he opens and says, oh, hello, my friends. Thank you for joining me here in my humble abode please come in we must go to the roof and look at the stars yes and the uh clouds have indeed built in but they're still kind of ragged and torn and so little bits of you know little gaps appear and they're kind of racing by so you know the the opening will go by and you'll see part of the comet and another part of the comet and he says hopefully we will get a favorable orientation of the clouds here and see what we can see and it's oh if you look right now and he points up to the front and you can just see the head of the comet being exposed in the gap in the clouds and he says you can see that the head of the comet here is now touching the hunter and if a few moments later um hopefully we will see the end of the and a few minutes later indeed um the uh gap um, goes through and and you can see the tail of the comet. He says, and you can now see that the tail of the comet touches the serpent. As I said the last time we spoke, if we get to the point where the comet touches the hunter and the serpent, that is a sign of great import and great peril. I feel that whatever is about to arrive is imminent. My calculations, and he pulls over a blackboard and it's got just squiggles all over the place. And you get the feeling that maybe this is like mathematical or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it, it, it means something to him. It says, my information indicates to me that whatever is going to happen will happen in just a short time on the holiday of Samhain. Oh, oh boy. Okay. You, you understand the import of that particular instance there. Yes. Perhaps you could illuminate the rest of the party. But Samhain is the celebration of harvest and stuff like that <laughs> right well illuminating yeah, yeah. maybe you could but, actually light the torch but there's even <laughs> a greater and interesting import that happens because on Samhain it is said 
that the veil that divides our world from the others is the thinnest. And it fills me with great fear because if it is thin, that means that beings may come through. Whatever is going to happen seems to be happening on Samhain. I fear invasion, calamity. And how long till Samhain? It is a matter of just a few weeks, my friends. We have very little time left. Maybe we'll skip the gnomes. Is it the veil between all the worlds or just the underworld? It's the veil between our world and the other worlds. That might be actually pretty convenient. I don't think we want to wait weeks, though, do we? If that's our only way to have access to the underworld. We can also gather information during yeah. that time. Yeah, we have we have Travel a couple time. of errands we need to run anyways. Yeah. I we think it'll be Sawin regardless of where in the world we are. That indeed it will be. I will take a moment and and look upon the the sky and, and notice when the North Star has become visible. And yeah, that's, that's me. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a little gap in the clouds, yeah, and you can just see off to the north there. Um, basically out over the mountains. It appears between two of the peaks. And right below it, just barely visible, is the All-Star. Did you hear that, Carter? You're just barely visible, but I'm right there. (laughs) Just want to point that out. Ironically, For one time, I'm sneaky and you're not. Ironically, though, the star, because it's kind of dim, kind of has a vague beige color. (laughs) <laughs> Otherwise known as the Beige Star. Throwback. Beige Star Galactica. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. We're gonna take pun damage any minute now. <laughs> okay. And the veil w- has opened now. <laughs> 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 to swallow me whole. Hello, <laughs> yeah. comes flying in. <laughs> Insta death. That was horrible. Yes. Okay, so um, do you want to do anything else here with the astrologer, or uh, now that you've had his dire warning, do you want to head back? Well, I think we're going to sleep well tonight. Yeah, I mean, on that that. note, my gosh, dude. (laughs) I'm going to head back, and I want to speak with Cotter along the way that it would be really, really prudent if he could get me those, uh, I think it's the crushed gemstones I asked for. Let me figure out which spell that is real quick. One second, please. The one to keep us from dying? Not keep us from dying, but protect the home. Uh, hollow? Or hollow, yes. I think it's hollow. Oh, That's Halloween. Oh, my gosh. It all comes Sawin, together now. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole circle. Just like a jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. And a full moon. Mm, it's kind of like a lumpy shape. Or a star. Or oh, a comet. Oh. <gasps> oh, and isn't the world also like a Just oh, wow. the earth. Oh. I need a day and I need this, you know, these certain herbs, oils, and incense, and it has to be about a thousand gold pieces worth of it. We got that much money. We do. Okay, so you head back, and um, yeah, so Cotter, are you going to arrange with Sinia to get the uh, uh, oils, unguents, and, and gemstones for uh, tomorrow? Oils, herbs, Gem. g- gemstones. Oh, no, um, not, not gemstones. Oils, herbs, and incense. Incense. Worth at least a thousand gold? Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. And then I need a day, an entire day, to cast it. I think we can do that. Um, just looking out. at it. Ah. In short, I'm setting, I'm setting up a magical panic room. Ah, uh, yeah. She's going to do lunges <laughs> on the way back. Can you do a magic escape yeah. room? I think this is good. That basically is the... Uh, of extra dimensional spaces. What's, yeah, what's the range of the area that it does? 60 feet. Okay, that's kind of small, but okay. It is. It's. I told you, it's, it's not for the entire house. I'd ask you for the most the most protected area that you would want Cindy to go to, like and I will hollow that area. Something. Someplace that's easy to defend that will help keep her from safe. So basic, from. basically the office complex there in your mansion. It doesn't stop spells or anything, but it'll stop celestials, elementals, face, fees, and undead, and they can't enter the area. Nor can such creatures charm, frighten, or possess any creatures within it. If that's someone, that's if pretty some, good. If somebody's dragged in under one of those, it, it ends that effect. That's really good. And then I can, I, can also, I can also add a secondary effect, which you can choose when we do it. Okay, so... Go cleric. 
So that'll be tomorrow's uh, fun and excitement. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to do tonight before we go to bed? Is it so late that we couldn't swing by and check on the wizard? Um, you could. T- well, it is kind of late. All right, then. Um, no. Yes. And it looks like rain is imminent. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think just for Craval, I think once everyone's going to bed, I think Craval's going to go where the other dragonborn are mm-hmm. and just sit with them, talk, and then actually stay in the smokehouse with them. Okay. Jade's going to be on the training ground using her sword, just practicing with Are you it. still seamed? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just, just not. And I'll, I'll, I'll watch and I'll say, how quaint, you need a sword. <laughs> well, I'm like, you know, I I don't feel the need to belittle our friend, so I'm going to help her and She's like, I'll be like throwing stuff at you for you to like slice mm-hmm. midair, you know? Yeah. I should Fruit let ninja. You, yeah. I should <laughs> let you try the Trainertron 2000. Oh, yeah. is that here? Yes. yes. And, nice. then I, and then I'll pull out the bow and start sniping yeah. things. Oh, and throwing. I'll do I'll do arrow yeah. shot practice with you too. Oh. Arrow <gasps> shot practice? We can. That's archery? called archery. It's archery. Loopy. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Rowish word yeah. for it. Can she um, roll for this? Because on a natural one, I want to see. Ar- I want to see Sorzak catch the arrow. It was a natural one. Nice. Is it really? That's hilarious. So does a fourteen hit? Yeah. Jesse. Is armor class? No. <laughs> Jesse, uh, arrow Two levels shot ago, is whatever. actually like a certain drink that warriors do. They drink a lot and then they try to shoot. Yo, yeah. Uh, the arrow <gasps> shot. Yeah. And, and if you miss, you got to take another drink. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what we're going to do yeah. all it night. It takes forever for her to get drunk. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I don't. I Completely I feel like plastic. alcohol would count as being poisoned yep. and I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, we yeah. should. We should. Make money Go back off to the doors. That. We need Again. to do that. Yeah. Again. I, I think I think the pittance you could make off doing that pales with what you just stole from the giants. So. Oh, you yeah, know what probably. I would do yeah, is I would have experience. a not drinking contest to see how long my opponent can not have any water, because I don't need it at all. Yeah. That's mean, dude. I th- that I sounds think like death. I got I, I got a hundred arrow- I got a hundred planet pieces on no one to win. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. think the arrow shot is us trying to shoot each other's arrows <gasps> midair. Can we? Oh, I want to try doing that. What would this it require like for really us to dumb. try to this shoot? This sounds like a really, okay, so, really, really bad idea. Yes, you, so, you, you both would have to roll to hit. Yes, and, and we're trying to hit each other's arrow arrows, midair, yeah. like a high five and with oh, arrows yeah, yeah. in midair. God, please. Do you have like the hand arrowhead? Oh, that'd be hilarious. Hawkeye would have it. Ready? Uh oh oh twenty six sixteen. So lucky. So basically, Jade, you just shoot the the uh, fletching basically off the end of uh, Adri's arrow, but that's about it. I, I, I You'll just, just need some more. I, I want to try one more time. Okay. As you do that, I just say that was less than impressive. Twenty nine. Um, twenty one. Okay. Twenty two. Okay, and you actually basically they just pass by and so close that you actually see little bits of uh of the the fletching you know fall off of each one but uh can we do a third time and then be done yeah Yeah, i I really i this i really want this to work and i give a slow golf clap you're improving um 25 19 okay so uh once again you you end up taking the fletching off of uh that's really hard adri's arrow what are they trying to do now? I think we probably to have to roll right. the same yeah. number, I would imagine. Is it the same I don't know how you're... Roll or it how it, you're it would probably have to be a natural 20. Okay, two yeah. natural 20s. Yeah. To, yeah. Anyway, so um, you get a little Stop. post-party energy out here. <laughs> and then uh, anything else anyone wants to do before bed? I think right before bed, just as they're walking in, they're going to hear like excited shouting coming from the smoke house. And it's just a dragonborn doing their version of a haka. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I shall meditate. Sora is the loudest. <laughs> Probably. I shall meditate. Actually, no, no, no. It definitely no, would be Kravash. Uh, yeah. He'd be the loudest. No, you, you hear. Badgers, badgers, badgers. No, he doesn't. What he hears is. Bling, ding, 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 and all of a sudden, whoosh, there's a big old wall of thorns through the smokehouse. <laughs> then you'd hear Sora. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Again? Okay, so you all get, you uh, get off to bed and uh, take a rest. And then the next day, you're going to go do the um, guarding of the house there. Mm-hmm. Do the hallowed uh, Had, spell. spell. Have uh, we all been told that Aloel was nearby? I mean, yeah. Sora shared that with, Everybody. with the party. Yeah. So well, I Sora imagine. Sora saw it with Sienna first. Or Sienna? Sienna. 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 Sienna.
Sienna? No. That what? Sinia. Sinia. That was so weird. That was like it was just like we said. collectively forgetting. It was just like Arlen. I could not remember. <laughs> Sienna. Well, thank you, Cotter, for helping us with your wife's name. He also forgot. <laughs> Sienna. That was really weird. Sinia. Sierra. Sinia. Sienna, well, well, my Eric Drew, Drew's, been, Drew's been doing tabaxi? that since he met her. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he just calls her my so love. Yeah. This, it takes me 24 hours. Um, I touch the area or touch a part in the area and then 60 feet out. So like center mm-hmm. of the room and then expands out as I take this 24 hour prayer session. I'm going to give you a good berry before you do it. Yeah. Like sustain for the entire thing. Or Cotter. Um, or if you want Sienna to do it. Sinia? Her too. Um, <laughs> you can choose between courage, darkness, daylight, energy, energy protection, energy vulnerability, Everlasting rest, extramental interference, fear, silence, or tongues. Ooh. That's a lot. It's one of those. Well, yeah, but I mean, the, those it's a are lot options. of choices. Dang. Yeah, those are all really good as well. I'm, th- I'm thinking towards extradimensional interference. So you don't want anyone to be able to teleport into it. Yeah, the or other one's out of like, it. yeah, okay. um, because yeah, in, protection in from case, energy also seems good. Uh, it's one type of damage, though. Yeah, one so, type of like magic damage. But, not, it, but this is one of the rare. This is one of the rare times when it's any damage, except for the melee damage. So that any means, like, one even, type. Right, but that that mean, if that includes like radiant, necrotic, or psychic, which normally nobody's immu- uh, immune to. That that could be one of them. But I mean, if we're doing a panic location, we can't trust that our enemies will go for the one type. No, I'm not just saying. Again. I'm just saying it, it, it's yeah. your choice. I'm not going to make the choice mm-hmm. for you. You tell me what you want. Um, I'm leaning towards extra-dimensional interference. Okay. Uh, no one should be burying any bodies in this area, so eternal rest, although it's although nice, it would keep it would keep a low off from raising the people in the area again. But they're... But he can't oh. get in. Right? It says dead... Hmm. But he can't get in. He can't get within 60... He can't break the 60-foot mark. But mm-hmm. he could cast something like if someone died 30 feet close, mm-hmm. he could... Yeah, try to bring him up. Them. With everlasting but it's already rest. protection against undead. Yeah, they, they can't... Per- yeah, it might push them out. I really don't know. Um, extra dimensional interference is what I'm going to go with. That's good because then he can't teleport in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't enter the area, so I guess it would push them out. All right, but extra dimensional interference. All right, so I will make sure I'd add that special request to Hallow, and 24 hours later, this elaborate rune will flare up with the blessing of Nawadu, and it'll fade down and disappear, and it's there until it's dispelled. Do we want to exclude, sorry, do we want to exclude any, like, allow in any types? Um, of course, I closed that book way too soon. That Technically, is, I can't get in there. You're not I'm a fiend. You're only you're, fiend. you're, you're, I'm you're, you're human blood would allow you to go in. So that's, you're, where, you're that's, where tieflings, that's where tieflings are kind of almost like a uh, catch to that. It won't keep out every little thing, but it'll keep out some of the more dangerous ones. Sorry, yeah, it's guys. celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we would exclude any of those from being able to enter. Like who? I mean, who, even yeah. even the all natural elves could still go into it. If yeah, they only have fey interest. That would be like the what the you can't have red the caps. And they would still be humanoids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not fey. So, no flumps. Yeah, yeah. Just like he's fiendish, yeah. he would be able to go in because he's yeah. not exactly. a fiend. Feyish. They're a fish. Twenty-four hours yeah. later, a very tired-looking Caval comes out, and it is done. When, if the worst should occur, they're being chased by those dark entities. They can form up a defense in here and hope for the best. And but send us a message to arrive as soon as possible. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean theoretically, I could, with a lot of money and a lot of time, I could actually ruin the entire area. That's a lot of money. That'd be a, a lot, lot of money and a lot of time, but which you don't have, we, which we yeah. don't have any of either. But at least, and because it's circles, there's no way to actually I do o- a full area. No, I couldn't overlap it, but I could put them close up together that it really wouldn't yeah. matter. They don't overlap. Even uh, they can't. Even if they're all um, like all teleport restriction, you can still like teleport in the into the one foot area square. between the circles. Oh yeah, get bounced around between the still. one foot. So space. it's there. Very good. Okay, so yeah, we have a marathon prayer session, and uh, that is all taken care of. And uh, 
obviously Craval needs to sack out for a really good uh, nap there. Um, but when he wakes up, you guys are all ready to hit the road again. Now the question is, where are you going to go to? You have been summoned to the to Fairmonds, and you could make that a part of going to the Tabaxi Treehouse or the gnomes. Us, who summoned us to the gnomes? The they gnomes did. did. They yeah. sent. They went. Right, but who amongst the gnomes? There was somebody had to have asked us to come. The inventor dude that we met, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can I can send him a sending? Uh, yeah. Give him to, of course, you can send him a sending. Okay, so I will send him a sending. What do you want? Trying to save world. Catch you later. No, trying to save world. What do you need? That is really, really important. Question mark. And let's get you a reply back. If this is about the Trainathon 9000, it's not important. <laughs> it would be the Trainathon I mean, they had 10, found the, the body of that cool spider lady. Mm-hmm. And maybe the dragon's vacated and there's something there. That yeah. We can steal all their treasure. Yes. yes. The maybe they took stuff for us. If it's something we could just swing by and pick some stuff up and then keep going, I think it would be worth it. Because we need to go to the Tabaxi Treehouse, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for information, we need sure. we need data. Yes, we'll host a party. Much we, better than that. Does one. the group know this? We, I can't yeah. remember if we've talked. Yeah, the, the, the consensus is our, apparently we did know this. We just forgot because it's been a hot minute. For the the gnomes summoning us. Yeah, yeah, that's what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told us about that a while ago. Okay, and that's the message you get back. Oh my god! No, I was so talking about the treehouse. I I think so. Yeah, we were all together. I have Thrax. Apparently they found technology, which I'm not surprised that might help us, considering the gifts that our now departed mm-hmm. friend had, and they have questions about what I have no idea. It'd be very much worth stopping by, I think. Yeah. Well, Is there a teleportation circle that would get us there quicker, like somewhere? Not that we've discovered. How about the halfling place? Isn't there not a circle the, there? Uh, That's farther uh, than Fairmonts. I think it's in the opposite direction. Yeah, it, it's no, it's it's on. It. It's the it's if we just kept going past Fairmonts, we get to the halfling. You can't are at. just teleport yet, can you? No. Okay. Um, how how far of a journey is it to Fairmonts? Um, well, if one you, and a half days. Airship. It's, it's, That's it's like a full bad. day, but if you have a, a uh, oh airship would take us fast like airship. You can get there by uh, this, you know late afternoon, early yeah, evening. Let's just do that. Is Danya available? Let's get some cool stuff. Um, well, actually, Cotter. Sinia says, um, Cotter, um, maybe now's a good time. I've got a bit of surprise for you. Oh, no. Never oh. a good thing. Um, Surprises are sometimes good things, especially when coming from people who like you. And she says, well, why don't you prepare all of your travel gear, and I will go show you. Okay, let's gather. I'll make sure to gather the group. So you get your, your packs together and um, you uh, take off for the docks. And as you're going up the steps to where the airships roost there in the uh, first circle, um, Sydney says, oh, well, I was running the numbers. And believe it or not, it's less expensive for us to own an airship than it is all the fees we're paying. And just then you come out and there's a completely black airship. And on the front, on either side, are painted figureheads of flying Pegasi. Yeah. And on the back, it says the Pegasus. Yeah. Yes. I'm a little upset. What happened to the Pegasus? Let's blow it up. We left those in the castle. (laughs) That would have been it. Yeah, that's true. We did kind of all. We abandoned those critters. No, no, no. no. I think we we told the people to go go to them to escape the prisoners. So is it crude? Yes. It's got uh, a captain. Does it have our favorite captain on there? It does not. Donnie would not agree to work for me. Donnie's probably Who, in the mountains Who's, right who's now. the new captain? Oh, captain. Oh, captain. I'm sorry. Gerald. Josh. Josh. Josh <laughs> Beaverton the third. No. What is it? Thaddeus. Oh, Thaddeus the baddiest. Thaddeus the baddiest. Oh, Thaddeus the Captain for hire. Saw it. I saw an back. advertisement for like and a his pilot. So for a pilot. And they said it would pay me for training, dude. I, I'm like so full of hot air. I can make it work. Exactly. I just have to go. His sister. Oh, can, can Thaddeus please be the captain? What was of my the, ship? The, the, the captain of the, the ship's oh, name is Chattier. Lear. Chattier. Lear? Yeah. Lear. Like L-I-R. King? Yeah. Oh. L-I-R, yeah. Lear. So oh, Lear, far, know wherever you are. <laughs> Take before, us to Faramond. Before, before we leave the city, I just want to cast Locate Creature and see if um, a low is within a thousand feet. Okay. Just in case. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. 
And no, you do not detect an Alowal within a thousand feet of you. Because he's cleverly one thousand one feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, Marjorie did not have the house. Um, so you you all board the airship, and the engines start up and start taking off, and you point towards Faramans, and what you're going to find there, we'll find out in the next episode. Okay, well, once again, um, this is the Friday night uh, session, and everyone was being just a little bit silly. Oh my gosh, just a little silly. And um, we uh, definitely had a lot, a lot of fun, and I hope you had a lot of fun listening to the silliness as well. But anyways, lots and lots of stuff is happening. The party now appears to be on a timer and must go and uh, find the answers to all of their problems just within a couple of weeks. So it's down to crunch time. And then also uh, they have an airship. So that's kind of neat as well. And it's kind of a fun episode all the way around with the uh, casting of spells and everything like that. But anyway, the party's on their way off to Faramans, And who knows what the gnomes are going to have. It's always a good time with the gnomes, right? And uh, we'll just have to see what happens in the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe, rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>